Want the latest in technology? You're in the right place. This is The Wrap. It's the last weekend of May, almost at the middle of the year, and just in time for cold and flu season. And this is The Wrap, Australia's fastest technology roundup. And this week we start that slither of time with big news from the world of toys, because toys and tech have a surprising amount to do with each other lately. Robotics specialist Sphero has previously shown that it can make the world of science fiction toys more interesting, with your very own remote-controlled BB-8 from Star Wars The Force Awakens, a toy that was more robot than toy, and gave modern geeks the closest thing they had to a proper R2-D2 that many of them had always wanted. That includes me. This week, Sphero went one step further, joining forces with Star Wars owner Disney for one more big deal, and it had to do with Pixar, announcing that the main character from the Cars franchise would be something you could take home in a very special Cars robot. The character is Lightning McQueen, and the robot Sphero has developed is called the Ultimate Lightning McQueen, evident because this is about as ultimate as a toy gets. Shall we cruise? A glance over at the Picker website will get you to look, and you'll want to do that because Sphero and Pixar have gone to great lengths to make this more than a toy, and more than a remote control car, even though it checks both of those boxes. Rather, it has six motors, two of which make it possible for Lightning to move his front wheels like he does in the movies, leaning down on them and using them for a motion. Technically, there are a whole bunch of other smarts in this thing, with robotics to bring the Queen alive more than any other toy, even greater than Sphero's work on the Star Wars BB-8 droid, and the company has even thrown in a special trapezoid LCD screen behind the windshield to make the eyes more like the movies, while using special motors behind silicone to move the lips. The effect is like watching an animated Cars character come to life, only you get to control him afterwards. You get to race him around, you get him to talk, and you can even watch the movies with him. He'll point out which are his favourite scenes. It's about as real a digital character gets, and it comes in just in time, I'm sure you're shocked, for a new Cars movie, with Cars 3 landing in theatres June 16, and the Sphero Ultimate Lightning McQueen hitting EB Games and Zing stores around the same time. The price may shock you, though, because with a tag of 499 Australian dollars, Lightning McQueen won't be for everyone. I feel a power nap coming on. Lightning isn't the most expensive gadget we've seen this week, with a tablet announced by Microsoft too. You might have heard of the Surface Pro tablets, and beyond the first one back in 2013, they've all had a number after the name. The Surface Pro 2, the Surface Pro 3, all the way up to the Surface Pro 4, which is the most recent one. Well, now you'll find a Surface Pro on the way, and it's going to replace the Surface Pro 4, because it's technically the Surface Pro 5, but Microsoft is doing away with numbers. Inside, you'll find the latest Intel Core processors, part of the 7th generation, bringing the Surface up to where it should be, where competitors are, but strangely, Microsoft isn't changing a whole lot else. There's no USB Type-C port, which a lot of computers are including as standard. It's keeping the flat power connector. The accessories are changing. There'll be a new optional fuzzy keyboard with a more sensitive trackpad and a new optional Surface Pen that happens to be more sensitive, but... There's not really much changing outside of that, except for the battery life, for push from up to 9 hours to close to 13. But the best news probably isn't even that Microsoft has a new Surface, but what that new Surface will do to current Surface prices, because that means if you were in the market for one yesterday, you may be able to get a bargain shortly. Another area that sees the odd bargain every so often is that of cameras, but there's a new model that probably won't lose out on top dollar status on the way, and it's from Olympus. Called the TG5, it's a compact camera that follows on from the tough cameras that Olympus has been known for. You know the sort, you can drop them, crush them, drown them, freeze them, you can pretty much use them in any and every environment, and now you can capture 4K video with them too, because that's the new trick that the TG5 really offers. 
Olympus has added a few other things, such as a new 12-megapixel sensor that processes the colors like its bigger mirrorless cameras. It can capture slow-motion video at a few different speeds too, including 240 frames per second in HD, but mostly it can take whatever crap you can throw its way, make it like a GoPro except good for more than just action camera video. And Olympus isn't the only one with a new camera this week, as a new breed of camera phone makes its way to stores. It's called the P10, and it's Huawei's latest smartphone and a model that continues the work from last year's P9, which saw Huawei work with camera brand Leica on a unique approach to what would be a smartphone camera. Now, you've probably seen two cameras on a phone before, and Apple, HTC, and LG have all been dabbling for some time, usually with one wide and one close camera. Huawei's approach with Leica is a little different, offering one camera for color and another for black and white, and it's a tremendously cool concept, delivering strong colors and excellent details when the two are combined, or just allowing you to capture great black and whites with a proper camera pedigree behind them, thanks to Leica. So this is a review, and in this year's model in the P10, Huawei has upped the megapixels to 12 on the color sensor and 20 on the black and white, making it like what's in Huawei's Mate 9 phone, but has also brought in a new trick with a 3D facial scanner. This little piece of technology analyzes faces and separates them from the background, allowing the camera to blur the back and make the front pop a little more. In action, this effect emulates what expensive lenses do, and it doesn't do a bad job either when it works, creating some lovely separation. Overall, the camera is quite impressive, particularly when in black and white mode, but it adds to what is a fairly impressive phone, especially for its just under a thousand asking price. And for that cost, you get solid performance, 64 gig storage, a micro SD slot, a metal body, a recent version of Android, and a 5.1 inch full HD screen protecting everything with a good 24 hours of battery life. About the only thing you don't get is wireless charging and water resistance, two things that would have made the P10 even better and probably would have made it compete with devices like the Galaxy S8 and HTC's new U11 even better as well. Without them though, Huawei's P10 is a standout phone still worth checking out, particularly if you like the idea of carrying around a small Leica black and white camera and can't afford the typical Leica asking price of lots and lots and lots and lots of money, which is too much money for many of us. And too much money to remind us that we're out of time. That doesn't make any sense, but we're out of time. We'll be back next week with more technology wrapped up in mere minutes, all in the space of time it takes to order and finish that muffin you swore you weren't going to buy. We won't hold it against you, though, as long as it tasted good. Until then, take care and have a great one, and we'll see you next week on The Wrap. 